G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you once again for joining us. Of course, we're brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network, one of the best wrestling networks around the world, not just Australia, with some fantastic old-time footage and some recent stuff as well. If you're into your wrestling uh, footage, then this is the place to go. I don't know what else I should have said there. Well, she saved me again. How are you, buddy? Very good, eh, Tony? I saw today that um, Australian Wrestling Network's added a whole heap of the classic Warzone shows Ooh. that um, were basically the number one show in Melbourne at the time. So um, a lot of international talent coming over for those. So definitely worth checking. It is an NWA championship matches and everything on those Warzone shows. So that is an amazing addition to the archive. I'm still pushing for your long lost shows to be added and, to the network. I tell you what, this will sort out and test just how good the people at uh, Australian Wrestling Network are. If they can find the ACW show, which I promoted, it was before NGW started. It started a couple of weeks later when we had our first show in uh, Geelong. But if they can find the old ACW show from the Silver's Big Top Tent at Rosebud Foreshore, then that'll be amazing. And we and if they can, I've, we'll actually have a I've watch. Heard that they've got they their, I've, I've heard they've got their best guys on this, Tony. Okay. Um, and I've been told to stay tuned. Really? Yes. Maybe some movement at the station. Yeah. Speaking of movement at the station, hi, Lyle. Oh, you, you're going to introduce me or you're just going oh, to keep sorry, doing that? Mate, I always um, get movement at the station when I see you up there lying on your bed. <laughs> it's Well, it's the most comfortable position in the house for myself, mate. Hey, uh, those NWA uh, title matches you're talking about, Cole Cabana versus um, Adam Pearce, you know, that uh, series back and forth all all across Australia and in Warzone as well. So I'm looking to catch up on those shows uh, over the weekend. And Tony, be good to see you actually pay for some wrestling while. I look after the little guy. That's uh, I'm all about. Did I see that there's a match of uh, which involves Adam Brooks and Buddy Murphy before he was Buddy Murphy? There's probably a couple of them. There would be probably some. (laughs) Everyone who's everyone worked on those shows. So um, yes, it's definitely uh, look if you if you don't already have the network, um, there's no excuse now. Yeah, it's eight dollars. It's eight dollars, and you you wouldn't be able to catch up on all of the content that's on there at the minute. No, correct, correct. Uh, um, yes. what did you do on the weekend, Tony? Me, yeah. which day? Tell me, yeah, your life's not that action packed. No, it is. Saturday, it Saturday was a nice relaxing day. Uh, didn't do. See, too- I don't want to know about that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Sunday, I went to Bacchus Marsh because I had a Richmond uh, premiership poster that I had to pick up from Bacchus Marsh. And on the way back, actually, this is quite interesting. On the way back, I stopped in at the strawberry farm and actually picked my own strawberries. So you just jumped the fence and started picking some strawberries? No, no, no. no. You go through the front and they give you a, a like a, a box and you just put the strawberries in there and then pay on. for them when you walk out. <laughs> so hang on a sec. You've gone and worked as a as a picker, which there's jobs everywhere doing. Yep. And then you've paid for the privilege of doing work, doing yard work. 
it was very cathartic getting down on my hands and knees and just sort of picking the little strawberries and you know you can buy them for like three bucks a punnet of coals. Now, now you see now this yes exactly but a punnet is only 250 grams so yeah. for 250 grams is 12 bucks a kilo which is what i paid so i got the mental health value of just spending half an hour of my time with me picking strawberries and I got beautiful, fresh, lovely strawberries that I know I picked that had no insecticide. There might have been a little bit of urine on them, but there was definitely no insecticide. You I dare say you probably. Well, you had the middle of yeah. Well, you had the middle of the field, Lyle. Sometimes yeah, it was a long drive for you, wasn't it? Exactly. From I'll turn it back. Is that, is that the one just off the freeway? Is that yes. the one just off yeah, the is, freeway, yeah. Tony? Yeah. yeah I took my kids there a few years ago, and I had to smuggle my kids out past the cash register because they were covered. <laughs> red and pink from head to toe. They ate that many strawberries. And I had, I think it cost us about $90 of the, all the punnets they wanted to pick. Yeah. And they couldn't even eat them all because they, they were off the strawberries by the end of the day anyway. So I think they went bad. I think it's a rot, Tony. So I enjoyed it that much that this Sunday, as a family, <laughs> <laughs> we're going cherry picking. As a family. Oh. Do you ever want? You never wonder why your family turned on you, do you, Tony? You never. Yeah, it makes them like it's bad enough making them do yard work at home. He's taking them to other people's farms to do yard work. He, yeah, he, it happens. I tell you what, I did. Um, I well, I was told that I was fat and needed to sign up to a gym, and oh, I've signed yeah. up to a boxing gym. Um, a, walked in for my first. So, is a boxer size, or is it actually real boxing? Um. It's a boxing gym, but it's more. I was the only man in the class. It's fair to yeah. say. Okay. So, um, so you've eased, eased into it. Don't talk it down. Boxing is a really. It is a tough difficult thing. Yeah. Training. I know. So you haven't and, eased um, into it. You've just gone from off the couch straight to a boxing class. How do you feel, yeah. mate? Well, not good. I didn't do well. Um, I wasn't. I was the worst in the class. Wow. It's fair to say. Um, I'm sore in places that I, I didn't even know that it was possible to be sore, especially from a boxing class. My arms are fine. Yeah. <laughs> sore. Um, and here's another thing. The coach, the, my trainer, yeah, is um, a professional wrestler. No. Who is it? I mean, I'm pretty sure it is. He wasn't wearing his mask, but I'm pretty gore. sure it was gore. Oh. It was gore. Okay. Kayfabe that. That's you don't want to get on the wrong side of Gore, especially not if he's taking me through those drills. No, if he hears this and you've got to go back again Sunday, you might be laying down for the podcast next week. Well, when I said I was from on the turnbuckle, his response was, "Oh, those blokes." So, <laughs> did he really? Did he ask? Did he ask which one you were? And then did you gauge it that way? No, I didn't. He didn't ask which one I was. He just said, there's usually another two, isn't there? Unless I, I had to break the news. We don't go everywhere together. <laughs> Although Tony would like that. Did he ask yeah. if he could have an interview? I wasn't brave enough to ask him um, if, if I could have the interview. I, we'll uh, we'll um, wait a couple I'll of see him again for my sins on Monday, so I might build up the courage then. I might have to come along with a camera and actually film. No, it's gonna be no, a nice little. I think that's a, I think that's a yes, Tony. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and a promo for the gym as well. Yeah, exactly. Can we wait till I've um, I've I can get through a full class without almost throwing up? No, Aisha, no. Get Aisha that, get will the be, film before that. 
Aisha will be wrapped to have a look at that. <laughs> uh, Tyson Baxter last week. Guys, great to get him on and have a good chat. Uh, we haven't done that for a while with him. No, it's been quite a while. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Nine out of ten Tyson Baxter. He's, he's not happy. He, I don't know if he's messaged you a couple of times this week, Tony, but he, he wants to know, is there a... Um, Someone else he can go that above us to question your quiz. He thinks you stitched him up big time. He hasn't got over it. I've heard he's challenging it in a court in Philadelphia. Yep, yep, okay. (laughs) Strongly worded emails coming your way. Surely that's fake news. (laughs) He's penned penned a strongly worded letter to me. (laughs) He's not happy. We'll give him a chance for redemption one day. All right, boys, time to catch up with a guy who, well, he's probably been on this podcast more than any other wrestler, and that's because we love him. He's a river of a bloke, a great wrestler, and now he is a trainer at the Relentless School of Professional Wrestling. His name is JXT, and the J-Stick joins us now. Hello, JXT. On the turnbuckle, boys, how are we? Marvellous, thank you, mate. We're doing really, really well. First of all, congratulations to you and the boys on getting the Relentless School of Professional Wrestling up and running now that we're out of lockdown. Yeah, thanks. It's been a bit of a rough start. Coming up with an idea, then starting but no contact, then having to stop and worry about keeping the school during a lockdown. But we're finally back, and hopefully by this time next week, we'll be in full contact and and away. What's it like, um, JXT, to basically be starting a small business at the same time as... <laughs> You're getting forced to shut it down. What kind of stress does that put people under? Um, what is it like? Uh, horrible. Um, it's yeah, we got very lucky in the way of the school, and the school's connected with the Relentless Gym, which is Jake Navarra's you know personal training studio. So, with combined with his the way he was able to do personal training still online with all his clients, and we were still able to run the school. And thankful to all our members at the Relentless School of Pro Wrestling that kept on throughout the whole of lockdown. We still did a lot of online stuff. And that really kept us going through. You know, we tried to get as much, you know, leeway on the lease and, you know, bills as much as we could to keep us going. But, um, yeah, it was a bit rough, but we got through. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a credit to the three, credit to all of you. Yeah, it just, I think just the loyalty that our members have shown us already from such a small time has been amazing. And we've already looking at oh, Sam, so many ways that we can give back to them and make sure they're going to get, get it like it worth back to them because they're, they've, Kept us going through all this. The good thing, though, is because you had a uh, an ABN, you could have got JobKeeper. Well, nah, bank. see, the... go on. No, money in the bank, I was going to say, it's great. Yeah, nah, the way, <laughs> it's weird the way all that works. Like, I still worked in my real job, my mark job. But, yeah. like, yeah, it's the way the whole thing works is, oh, it's all good to have JobKeeper for you personally, but it doesn't give you a JobKeeper to the business. No. You know, so there's, yeah, it was a... A little bit of a like a wrestle with <laughs> wrestle with funds, but we got there. Excellent. And um, so you're you're only been open for a short time, and you already every photo I see, it looks like the gym's uh, got you know a good number of students. Really, you must be blown away with how quickly that's come together. Uh, yeah, we were ridiculously blown away with how many beginners mainly we had. We knew like we knew a lot of people that like within wrestling, like other wrestlers and stuff that. One, we knew that where our location is out in Melton, out west, there's no other wrestling school with a working ring for an over an hour away. So we knew just from that alone, people were like, oh, you're closer to me, it's going to be easier. 
and the trust in the other like local wrestlers, but more so just, yeah, we, we expected our first class of beginners to be like four to six. And there was, you know, we had 30 beginners sign up on the first night. Wow. And then we were like, well, <laughs> we don't know what to do. There's so many of us. Um, yeah. It's been amazing to turn out and just the, and the fact that we've been able to hold on to so many through the lockdown and our beginner classes are still huge and they haven't even been able to lock up yet. So yeah, I've been very blown away and very humbled by how many people have the faith in us and the trust in us and, yeah, and willing to invest not only in themselves, but, you know, give faith to us to train them. Correct me if I'm wrong. For you personally, though, this is the first time that you've actually been a sort of full-time wrestling trainer? Yeah, no, for sure. I've done, like, a couple of seminars here and there. Uh, but this is definitely, yeah, the first time that I'm an official trainer of a wrestling school the- and um, in charge of, yeah, I guess, helping people get better at wrestling. The difference in that for you is to just be your normal self? Nah, I had to mature a lot and grow up. <laughs> uh, I, I seriously had that conversation with myself. It's like, all right, you got to pull my head in a bit. And um, yeah, as much as I like to be a little out there and I like to cause a ruckus at times, now we've got a school that's going to represent me and I have to represent that a lot. And um, you got to set an example in a way, you know. I always say, <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, but that only gets you so far, you know. Um, within these four walls, yeah, we've got to really set an example and professionalism and maturity has been one thing, but um, other than that, yeah, it's been, Jake's an amazing coach. Like for those that don't know, Jake's been invited to the performance center a bunch of times. He's trained directly with Sean Hayes, who's WWE strength and conditioning head coach and Joe DeFranco. And like, I didn't, I think I knew how to grasp of it, but the amount of actual work there is in coaching and training people, not just in wrestling, like period and finding ways to work around and to get the best out of people. Jake's been amazing in helping you know, Phil or Fox and myself learn that. It's been a massive learning experience for us too. Um, and have you done much training of people in a workplace, in any other environments, or is this sort of new to you? Uh, other than, like I said, the other wrestling seminars and at other wrestling schools, there were a lot of times where I would help out and stuff. But um, now nah, in terms of being like in charge of people, I know – there was like at times, because I know with George's gym, you would often rock up and by default, the way it would work is there might be four people there, there might be 20 people there, but the most experienced guy normally just takes training. So there was a lot of that. And I remember a lot of feedback I got like at the time, not firsthand from like someone to someone would be like, he doesn't have patience with people. He doesn't want to listen or he doesn't want to help learn. But I was like, I came here to train myself. I'm paying to train and I'm spending my time training others. Whereas this was very forget me, this is like, I've just got to make sure these people get their money's worth and they've invested enough to pay for this session. I always tell people, I don't mind how often you come or, you know, if you can't make it whenever, when you're here, if you did for your session, you're going to, I'm going to give you as much as I can. So um, in that regard, it's probably, yeah, the first major form of training, yeah, that I've, or coaching that I've done. Which just makes uh, it such a, a valuable centerpiece to have Jake there as one of the trainers. Yeah, um, and I think I don't want that to get lost. Like, this was all Jake's idea, really. And without, without Jake, this doesn't happen, you know. Like, it was his idea and his gym, and he wanted to push it forward. And he's been really the cornerstone for a lot of this. Do we still have Lyle with us? Are you still there, mate? Oh, yeah, I keep trying to jump in. What does what uh, non-contact training look like from the outside um, looking in? <laughs> um well, it's not too bad, especially with lockdown happening. You sort of got to go back to basics anyway because everyone has ring rust. And most importantly, our bodies aren't used to the contact anymore, not just from other people, but like taking bumps and hitting, even hitting the ropes. Like even me, I've been wrestling for 10 years and then you get rid of that 
you don't get bruised from the ropes after your first three months. Your sort of body gets used to it. I'm getting those bruises again. You know, my body hasn't adapted. So for everyone, it's been great. And it just is really, you're learning basic roles, your basic bumps, things like hitting the ropes, how to, you know, get thrown, eliminated in a rumble and go over the top rope safely, how to get, how to take a buckle safely. And then we're just that on top of a lot of, uh, we call it like ring cardio. So incorporating all of those things into like almost like running spots. You might've seen on our Instagram page, the, at the Relentless uh, Instagram, I posted like me wrestling the Invisible Man. Um, there's been a lot of that too because we're just trying to get our ring fitness up for the experienced guys and get them their bodies back adjusted. And for the new guys, it's all about footwork, ring awareness, and yeah, your your, ba- your real fundamental basics, your rolls and your bumps, and how to hit the ropes. And how how long does it take to get the the ring rust off and the the in ring cardio back? Uh, I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> now, um, it really depends. Again, this is the first thing we ask people, you know, like, and it's not like, oh, you haven't done enough because I don't give a shit if you've done nothing during lockdown or you did a lot because everyone had to do whatever they did to get through. I had one lock, the first lockdown, I put on weight and did no exercise and drank a ton. And the second lockdown, I got myself back into shape and lost a ton and did a lot of cardio. So we asked the guys when they come in, like, hey, well, how much exercise have you done in the break? And a lot of that factors in and how much of their fitness they kept but yeah generally if you're going to come if you're coming twice a week you're going to get it back in your three to four weeks not completely but you're going to get some you're going to get a pretty good standard of fitness back by then uh, teaching blokes how to get eliminated from a rumble for the new guys that'd be vital because their first five matches will probably be early eliminations in a rumble yeah and the amount of times i've been on a show and it's like oh we have this rumble or this battle royal uh, we've got four or five guys or four or five, you know, workers that there's new match. It's their first match. Well, all right, cool. And it's like, do you know how to, have you ever taken a powder or be thrown out of a ring? And they're like, oh, no. And I'm like, great. All right. Well, let me spend the next 20 minutes teaching you this. Um, so, yeah, we want to make sure anyone that comes through is going to have the basic fundamentals that they can go on. If they do end up getting opportunities like that, they're going to be safe. And if, you know, someone's going to throw them over, they're going to be able to protect themselves, hopefully. So, JXT, in regards to the mix of guys and girls, what are we looking at? Um, uh, at the fir- at start, we had a fair, fair few amount of girls show up. But um, at the moment, it's it's like, to be fair, in Australia, most wrestling schools I've been to, mainly in Victoria, it's very male-dominated, which is just the way it is. But um, we've had a lot of, you know, diversity, which is cool. And I think what's been important is we've stressed that, like, it's especially with wrestling like with mayhem and with any shows that we've ran not only into gender wrestling is we're wrestlers like the gender doesn't matter and everyone mixes in together so which is i think the most important thing i know um like when i started training i know kellyanne was there too and she would wrestle with everyone just like normal i think that's one of the things that got her so far so um although we're male dominated mainly here um there is a bit of a mix and it's yeah i think the most important thing is just getting everyone in there and we're all wrestlers i'm not sure i'm enjoying the corporate jxt <laughs> you're very mature it's, it's really weird it's been a been a turning curve it's been very difficult in some ways but um yeah. you didn't yeah. you didn't have to wear a suit for the for the interview that's fine <laughs> don't worry i won't be doing that shit i'm still me <laughs> there's there's certain aspects too because you know like you can mature and grow up but it doesn't mean you have to change your character or who you are like i'm no. still me i'm not gonna wear i hate wearing a suit with a passion oh <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah you just gotta I'm a, I'm a carny pro wrestler like that's the way i am 
There's yeah, a now everyone's uh, sorry. Okay. Now, now everyone's been uh, doing online shopping from home while locked down. Obviously, yep. everyone knows you collect uh, wrestling figures. What's yep. the biggest purchase you've made uh, during lockdown? There was a lot of um, – because this is the thing, right? You get to Saturday and there's no excitement in your life. And you're like, ah, uh, I don't want to drink because I'm trying to stay in shape. It's like, oh, I'll have a few drinks. I'll have a few drinks. And then here we are. And then you end up on Facebook Marketplace buying figures. And then they come in during the week. And you're like, what the fuck? What did I buy? And then here they come. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty good because I try not to collect anything current because they cost a ton. I even did like a swap, like a straight swap. Like I sent one guy a figure. He sent me another one back. But um, no, nothing major. I, there was one classic superstars Hulk Hogan figure I bought for fifty bucks. That's probably the most. I try not to spend more than fifty bucks on a figure. Anything above fifty, I'll, I'll try and find later. But yeah, there was a, a. It was almost weekly figures were coming in the mail during lockdown. Yeah, it's just the package arriving at the door that I think it's, everyone gets the endorphins from. Well, working from home, you get bored and you want to break up your day. I would check the door about eight times a day. Just to oh. see if there's a pack, because just to break the doubt, not sometimes I didn't even think something was coming. But um, I recently, actually, yesterday I got, I ordered a, I got a steal for fifteen bucks on eBay, a Beyond the Mat original T-shirt from the documentary. Oy. Yeah, very good. I just very washed good. it before. I'm bloody wrapped. Package has come to our Is house. That the T-shirt that came out of this every day, just about, and I've never bought anything. So um, <laughs> just, just <laughs> you're getting stitched up there. Yeah, is that the T-shirt that came in the double-sided VHS? It was like uh, a big box. You open it up. I'm pretty sure I got that T-shirt somewhere. It might. It just had the low. Like the, it's the it's black with the got the barbed wire square inside. It's got the red beyond yep. the mat inside the ropes. The blood splatter. Yeah, yeah that's the the, one. the the documentary Vince WWF and Vince McMahon don't want you to see. I think it says that on the top. <laughs> yeah. Even Dan though they let them film. Yeah, they let them film it all and yeah, approved of it. Yeah, oh, they didn't want you to see. I'd say I reckon I quote that movie every day. Just the Dennis Stamp bits, or no, nah, mainly the draws part. Whenever someone chucks, we've got we've got a few chuckers <laughs> here at the school, and and we've got we've got um, Corey Pearson. We've dubbed uh, draws. <laughs> and, um, we've got a mini draws in the beginners class. Every time someone he's gonna he has got up yow, he's got up yow. Whenever there's a chuck, it gets thrown out. Yeah, it reminds me of pre-season football training with Lyle. <laughs> you were yeah. chucker, Lyle? Uh, no, he'd be out the night before, so it'd be him throwing up. <laughs> ah, yeah. yes. I had a mate actually last weekend because all of when none of us are piss fit, which means we can't drink anymore. He no, threw up, <laughs> he threw up. In, threw, he got home. He threw up in the hallway as he was running to the toilet, slipped on the on the chuck, and then landed back first, back bump into the chuck. Oh, amazing. I <laughs> lost the best thing ever. Here you go, Tony. Corporate JST's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah he's gone, J- <laughs> I'm still a JST, don't worry. The old bloke's back. Good to hear. Uh, new promotion going around, mate. I think uh, a lot gets revealed this Sunday. Deathmatch Down Under. And you're a big part yes. of it. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, I think what's... I, think what, uh, I don't know if it's getting... Missed or I don't know if people in Australia or oh, I press something there. You guys still got me? No, we're still good. Yeah. What's the grasp? Of how big a thing being on IWTV is? Um, oh, it's massive. Oh, all the main promotions in the states that I wrestled for: Wrestle Pro, Beyond Wrestling, Game Changer Wrestling, um, CZW. We were all those shows that were the ones that I got the most traction from. The most, you know, 
interaction online and that was all through IWTV. So it's for us as Australians to be able to showcase our stuff on that is a game changer. It really is. Um, so I'm not only pumped for it and it's going to be, di- it's going to be something different and it's literally our way of trying to keep up with what's happening over there. Um, but talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, you've run your own promotion. You've had two shows of mayhem. Talk mm-hmm. about how much of a big achievement it is for this company to have on their announcement day, they've got live streaming lined up. They've got um, one of the best websites in Australian wrestling. Um, like how much of an achievement already just in the vision that they're showing? Achievement and like such hard work. Like I know when we ran, we were like, oh, we're going to do a once-off. We'll try and do another one. And we sort of just kept taking it from there. And we wanted to keep things as simple as possible for us because it was really only myself and Philip doing all the work, which is, it's a lot of work, you know, deathmatch down there to have a good team around them, which is important. Everyone's got different skills. And yeah, having, just being that professional and, and like putting the thought into the things like the codes of conduct, the website, making, doing the launches. Cause I know the wellness El- program, wellness, wellness program oh. as well. All of that. And I think too, like having death matches period, like my first question, which I think a lot of you guys wrestling was, that's all cool as long as there's going to be blood work. And they're like, of course, you know, no one will be doing any of this without it. Because for me, like whenever you have tryouts or you wrestle for anyone on TV or any major promotion, you need that stuff anyway. But for a lot of these guys out here where we're wrestling locally, it's never necessarily asked. It's almost just like, oh, you should have it, but it's not demanded. Whereas they've gone out and they've done everything properly. And I think what you guys are seeing from the outside and fans are seeing behind the scenes, it's almost like two, three times as much work going in, which is um, a great thing to see. And yeah, credit to the whole crew because it's been a massive job and it's been a long time in the making. They put a heap of work into it. And yeah, like you said, as someone who's tried to run shows on a much smaller scale and doing a lot less, it um, yeah, it's a big achievement. It's huge. Um, there was a couple of Cornets making comments online. What was, what's your thoughts on that? Cornet Nick Berry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call him out. <laughs> Bloody you thinks he's the big sexy unit, Nick Berry. But no, nah, like that's I think that's the best part of wrestling, you know. I think I always say this, like I said, I'm like, even though I'm all part of this, I'm good, man. Controversy creates cash and what context is key, right? Yes. So like, yeah, no, nah, that's that's wrestling, you know, the flavors of ice cream. Um it's yeah, everything's different. Uh, every gonna you're not gonna like everything, and there's even shows here that have different styles already, and certain wrestlers don't fit in the style or they don't like the style. And um, yeah, like there's there's the Cornet fans or the people that are fans of Cornet's theories, and even though I think Cornet's a complete work, <laughs> um, it's just different flavors. And I think, like I said about bridging the gap between our independent wrestling in Australia and in the states is. The biggest promotions over there are companies like ICW um, and, and, Game Chang- and Game Changer, yeah. And they're doing death matches. They're not complete death match companies like Deathmatch Down Under isn't. There's going to be pure wrestling. There's going to be tag team wrestling. There's going to be all different kinds of styles. But Deathmatch Wrestling is going to be there too, which I think we oh, – there's a big fear around it here. But over there, it's like that's the shit that's working. Like they're doing it and it's taken off. And we're still here in 1980s going – that's going to ruin everything for us. If we do that, our whole, everything's going to come down around us. Whereas people overseas are doing it and everything's actually not coming down. It's taking off, you know, and like you said, game changer, they travel and they do shows in different States. Could you imagine a, a company in Australia touring like that regularly, like monthly? Like, it, yeah. So if, if we could do that, like it'd be amazing, but just baby steps for now, but 
yeah, it's one of those things, you know, it might not be Nick Berry's flavor of ice cream, but hopefully it'll be some people's. And I think it'll be one of those things too, that people just see the name and they think death matches. Oh, they're going to kill themselves or they're going to do crazy stuff or they're going to ruin it for everyone. But no, nah, like there's going to be different divisions. There's going to be different types of wrestling. And once people see it, it won't be, yeah. One, it won't be like everything they expected. I think it'll be a bit more than that. And um, if you don't like it, that's cool. You don't have to come. Yeah, so for- and it is an 18 plus show. Well, that's another thing too. This whole, they're going to ruin it for, for everyone. The last time that anything in Australia had an issue with this, this was because it was uh, promoted as a family show and it was like a death match. <laughs> you know, I think that's a, that's a big difference here. This is an over, you know, it's like saying, you know, you don't go to a strip club and complain that people took their clothes off. Oh, you know, I, do. You, oh well, <laughs> I think it's disgusting. <laughs> well, especially, when a, especially when the bloke next to me takes his off. It's just shocking. <laughs> well, <laughs> Stop going with Lyle. Well, there's that, but then you got to, if you go in, you know what you're expecting because it's, it's on the rules. It's there. It's on the board. You know what you're, you get told what you're in for before you get there. And this is the case, you know, we're not hiding from it. This is what you're going to get. And um, I think, yeah, that's a very big part of this and what happened in the past. So for those that aren't familiar with death math, death match wrestling, and I'm presuming there's probably not too many because we're a wrestling show. We have a niche of audience. Is it basically just ECW from? <laughs> um, well, you know, ECW had some of the best pure wrestling in the world, right? They had I understand that, but there was, also, but there was also a lot of gore as well, too. There was. Yeah, there was. Um, no, if, if you're looking at purely just a death match, um, you're going to get more than, you know, uh, tables, ladders and chairs, essentially. You know, there's a lot of light tube work and glass work, um, different things like skewers I've seen. I've seen it beyond wrestling. I've seen Ricky Shane Page pull out a baseball bat. It was a plastic baseball bat, so the bat doesn't hurt. And it had foam around it, which doesn't hurt. But then it had these forks wedged Ooh. into the foam. And he, he whacked his that guy hurts. with the forks. And that, yeah. So, yeah, it's just it's almost like a next step up from your standard hardcore wrestling. It gets a lot more, a bit more gore, a bit more violent. Ultra violence, another word for it. Um, I'll send yeah, you some a, links, Tony. Thank you. But, yeah, essentially, that's it, yeah. That you, there's not just going to be deathmatch wrestling on these shows. So. No, and that's that's the other or, thing to point out. It'll be, it's called deathmatch down under because it's telling the audience that there will be a deathmatch most likely. You have on to the be show. up front. Yeah, you have to be um, transparent yeah. up front. But it's also got a lot of some of Australia's best young wrestlers who aren't deathmatch wrestlers that have been uh, announced for those cards. So, um, yeah. like I, not I, everyone I saw, has. Sorry. No, you're right. I saw the announcements and. It is one of the most interesting rosters in Australian wrestling. Yeah, it's very diverse, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Um, yeah, like a lot of pe- a lot of people who did have outrage. I'm like, if you have, if you one click on the website, it answers that question: Is every match a death match? No. So almost unlike ECW, where every match was no rules and could be hardcore, that's, this, this is not the case. Um, and yeah, like you said, the diversity of the wrestlers on the on the roster. You know, not every wrestler on the roster has a hardcore pedigree like JXT. You know, they haven't wrestled in the ECW arena for game changer wrestling, combat zone wrestling, you know, um, haven't had, you know, how to fall off a roof advice from Janela. Not everyone's had that. So there are going to be guys that can't handle the death matches as well as me. And that's fine. There's different divisions. But, um, yeah, it's just good to have diversity. Let's just hope that this time your head doesn't blow up water like a water balloon. Yeah, I've still got it. You can still, I've still got a like, it's still, it's permanent lump there, but it's just like New Jack and Devon have their scars. I've got my lump, lump on my forehead. Thanks, Cracker yeah. Jack. 
No, nah, it's a good one. When I'm at the bar and people are like, oh, it's all fake, right? And I said, well, f- let me get your finger and put it on my forehead. And you can, that's, where the sta- <laughs> that's where the staple went into my forehead. How fake now, because people are, go- people are going to ask that uh, Shazza and yourself will be in the same uh, promotion. Are we going to yes. see any Shaz XT teaming up in this promotion? I bloody hope so. Um, so I was unaware that she was in there because I... They come to me like this is the this is the they like pitched it to me and I'm like yeah I'm all in this is what we want to do with you cool and then it was almost like ah oh, as things kept coming along and it's like oh you know so we've got a staff page and we have some group chats and I sort of look through the names and either I missed Shaz's name and then once it went up and I messaged her straight away I'm like you're in this as well she's like yeah I've been in it the whole time and I'm like since when I'm like I never saw your name she's like I'm in all that shit so I just completely blanked but um, I think they'd be stupid not to capitalize on. I think the only two wrestlers that have been on IWTV multiple times on their roster, you know, to do something together with at one point anyway. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, some re- really good people doing some something different, which uh, there's not a lot of people doing different things. Nah, it's all the same and not some is better than the others, which is good. But like, yeah, you need variety. And um I know for like myself and Chaz, like when we're stuck here in Australia and we can't get to the States, especially like now, it's like, how do we stay relevant in that independent scene where we made, you know, we made moves without being there? And this being on IWTV is a massive thank you and soul for that. So hopefully we can impress them. I'm sure you will. No doubt about it. I'm sure you will. Uh, we're, I'm presuming that we're not having any deathmatch down under wrestling in 2020. Um, not as far as I know, but that's the thing is like, we still don't know when we can bloody touch one another. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, we're from at the moment, the outlay is the 22nd of November, which would be this Sunday as we record. Um, as of that night, it should be coming where we can do contact sport, which is, I guess we're wrestling with four under. Um, but that announcement still has to happen Sunday. It could change even though we've had 19 days straight of no COVID cases, but, um, yeah, I think I know. Like, there were plans for not so much like not even Deathmatch Down, but there were plans for shows this time of the year um, as things were sort of coming out of lockdown. But then we went back in, and, and then everything's pretty much rolling. But um, so far, uh, not as far as I know. But I do know that JXT will be wrestling before the year's out. Ooh, awesome! So, in Victoria, yeah. not, well, I was um, going to say not in Adelaide. I don't think it'll be in Victoria. It won't be in Adelaide, as Tony said. Um, no, luckily. <laughs> that um, that also must be something that you keep your eye on as well, just seeing yeah. how quickly those things can progress. Exactly, like you said, like I've, it's all good for me to take an interstate booking, but yeah, if it was in Adelaide, that would be completely probably un- undone now. And that's the thing. This is such a rolling thing. Announcing things too early, or planning too, uh, or I guess confirming things before they you get too close to it can almost not happen sometimes in a way, but you've got your plans and your outlays, but you've just got to know that, Hey, this might not happen. So yeah, there is that. How do people get in contact with the relentless gym if they want to try out and become a trainee? So give me one second. Um, you guys can still hear me here. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. So if you go to berelentless.com forward slash pro wrestling, that's berelentless, one word, .com forward slash pro-wrestling. Um, you can just sign up there. And that's the thing with 
COVID and the, and the, well, the safety procedures we have to do, you have to fill out that form uh, to even sign, to even come down here and step foot in the gym. And um, yeah, if at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at relentless underscore SPW for School of Pro Wrestling, um, or even just message me directly at JXT Official and we'll sort it out for you. We're west of Melbourne. We're an hour away and not a, a lot of our trainees actually don't aren't even from out this way. They travel an hour, some of them uh, almost two hours. So yeah, it's uh, you can be relentless.com essentially. And it's all on there under pro wrestling. And as you said, you've got a good base of, um, of experienced guys that are also doing their training with you. So yes. down the track, you know, these guys who are starting out, they'll have extra people whose brains they can pick and who'll probably take a guest class here and there. So there's a lot of um, upside to signing up. Yeah, there was one comment we had like in our first week. Um, we had someone that was like, oh, we were sort of, they're like, we can't believe all, like, the amount of like, people here. I'm like, what, how many? They're like, no, like the type of like other wrestlers, experienced wrestlers. And I said, what do you mean? They go, well, there's, they're like, we don't want to say, but they, they were telling me there's sort of two indie brackets. There's almost like the local indie Aussie wrestlers that get bookings at all the top promotions. And then there's like a second tier and they don't blend. Whereas here it's all blended together because we have a big mix of both. And I'm like, that's how wrestling should be. We're all going to help each other grow. Right. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. That's uh, one of the best things about, you know, having the school here. Yeah. And it does break down a lot of those misconceptions that people don't get along when mostly people do. Yeah, and that's it. We're very, very no tolerance here with a lot of that crap, even to the point where it's like nothing, someone necessarily hasn't done anything that's warrants of like not having them here, but it's like, nah, I mean, we, we've shared locker rooms with you and we think you're a dick. We don't want you at our school. Yeah. You know, you're not signing up, no. <laughs> we've, already, we've had to tell a lot of people no. We've even had people sign up and then find out that they had done things that, we, that did not meet our values. And we were like, no, nah, you're out. Sorry. But no, one else will have me. but no one else will have me. Oh, no, a lot of that. Or, <laughs> or, um, uh, that and then it's like oh well are you looking into it still I'm like there's no more to look into it like this happened and we're not standing for it no we're not having that around our school yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you know like the biggest and thing is we want, we want a safe environment and a safe space where people can f- feel free to come here and enjoy themselves and those days of hazing and things like that they're a thing of the past they can't continue yes, exactly. in 2020 2021 so yeah. look it, it's really exciting and I love seeing that you guys like since we've first met you and had you on the show you've You've done nothing but try things, and it's um it's really commendable. Uh, thanks. It's uh, I don't like sitting still, and um you know it's almost like I don't know like even like a lot of other wrestlers like oh I don't want to take a booking yet until I get a big ring rust. I'm like no, nah, I'm taking the first booking I can. I just got to get out and get it, you know. So um, no, nah, the new boys, you know, use the show's always been supportive. And anytime I do something new, you hit me up like hey, let's get it on the show. So doing stuff like this helps us help each other. It's um been awesome, guys. And the good thing about being on IWTV is it means you get back in America. Exactly. You know, and hopefully I'm over there soon, but um, we never know what the world holds. We don't even know when we can leave, if I'll be able to leave the state next month. So um, <laughs> exactly. as long as we're for now, we can get into some people, you know, we can get ourselves some exposure in the broader into independent wrestling scene, which is yeah, the most exciting thing. I don't think the, the wrestlers here in, in Melbourne, especially have, um, are ready for it because I was saying to the boys, when you wrestle on IWTV, the feedback is instant and it's sometimes it's amazing and other times it's not so nice. But yeah. um, it's the beauty of being on the big stage, isn't it? Skin. Mate, congratulations. Yeah. Well we done. We've got some listener questions. Oh, are we uh, okay? Oh, here we go. Um, I've got one from Andrew Coyne, actually. 
Here we go. Um, where's the purple? We love the purple. The purple is dead. Um, now, like I said, not only like with myself as a person maturing and stuff, you know, JXT, the character has to change and evolve. And after not just even pre-COVID, you know, I was shunned away from a lot of major promotions here in Australia. Uh, I went to the States and got told no and they sent me back. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really keen to come out and dance the sandstorm with, you know, fucking glow sticks anymore. Um, yeah, it's a turning, you could say turning a new leaf or you could say I'm just pissed off and ready to show the world that I could do all the other things that people thought I couldn't. So you're saying don't open this show with sandstorm? I wouldn't even bother, no. <laughs> so what about, the over- what about the oversized purple baseball jersey that I've got of yours? Don't I get to wear that anymore? They would be... No, you can still wear that. That's called uh, vintage dead stock, which you can oh, okay, cool. put it on eBay, and you'll probably get three times the money for it now, Tony. Oh, Collector's I item. I got it for free, so yes. I'll get it for no. <laughs> no, I didn't. Actually, no, I, did, it. I did buy it. Uh, David, you did buy it. Tony's yeah. worn his first down. I have. I have a few times. David Ford on Facebook asks: Is there any particular wrestler that you'd like to face in death match down under? Um, I get this question all the Who would you like to face? And I was like. I'm not a mark for myself. Like, I'm not like, oh, I've got a list of wrestlers I want to wrestle. I just want to do good wrestling. Um, I just want to be on the show. If you give me a spot, I'm going to make it worth something, whether it's the main event or it's, you know, a small little tiny, even if I'm doing the raffle. Um, I just want to get the best opportunity I can. So if there's any wrestlers out there that think they're good enough to take on the JC, then they can step up because I'm sure it'll do more for them wrestling me than it will for me wrestling them. What I got out of, <laughs> I got out of that was, is there's going to be a raffle. Yes, we love the. <laughs> I hope there's a raffle, and guess who'll win it? The bloody supers again. We always win, though. We always the super win the rules. Yeah. The super rules always win the raffle. <laughs> uh, I've got one from you. Do the do the, the old Carney raffle where it's the same prize every time, and the same same person wins it, and they just keep raffling it off yep. each other. Don't add it back. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one from Twitter from uh, Corey. Uh, if you had to buy Welshy a wrestling action figure for Christmas, which one should it be? What's Welshy partial to? He's a little old school in a lot of his like fandom. Because I know with me, like for figures, it has to be like from what you were sort of hooked on as as you were younger. He's definitely partial uh, to be. Old. He's definitely partial to being a prick. Being a prick, maybe a Roddy <laughs> Piper, something Piper esque. Because <laughs> Piper was a grouse prick, wasn't he? You get He's a WCW. Yeah, you get a or an old LJM, you know the old rubber figures. Yeah, they were my favourite ones. I, my Savage yeah. rub, rubber figure was my favourite. My mum sold them. Oh, never forgiven man. her. Oh. Never forgiven those, her. You get yes, I do. Now, oh man, I know. Yeah, there you, there you go. LJM Roddy Piper for Welshie. I actually had that one too. Oh. Yeah, it's a good one. Now I'm devastated. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be fetching a few hundred for it now if you get it in good nick. Oh, definitely. Bloody I've up. got one one more off Twitter yep. from uh, Kevin Chiat. He wants, what's the main goals for Mayhem Pro in 2021? And he's still intending uh, Sunday afternoons. Um, it depends on the landscape. Right now, it's literally what can we do? Um, I would personally, I don't know about the boys, but I was hoping to get some things short of shot before the, end of the, before the year's out. But like I said, it's not just... If like we have a ring and a place ready to film and we're legally allowed to, it's like a lot of the wrestlers are like, oh, I don't think I'm ready yet. I want to get in a bit better ring shape. I want to not. I want to get the ring rust off. And then there's there's so many variables with the laws and how many people you can have and if you're gonna even be able to have crowds. So um, 
the goal so far is to just be able to get a show in some form off the ground. But um, yeah, like I said, we do things a little bit on a smaller scale to like a death match down Underwood. So um, yeah, we're going to take it one step at a time, but they're definitely aiming to have shows next year. Good stuff. Beautiful. Good stuff. All right, mate. Thanks for your time. As always, buddy, as I said at the start, we'd really love having you on the program. You're one of our favourites and uh, anytime you want to pop on, please do. And uh, because we know that you say exactly the same to us. All the best, mate. Enjoy Deathmatch Down Under. Look forward to seeing you in a wrestling ring very shortly. And good luck with the training business. Uh, cheers, boys. Appreciate the, the rub. And um, I guess I'm going to go back down there and get back into training, hey? Good on you, mate. Talk to you soon. Cheers. The J-Stick joining us here on the Turnbuckle. Selena Vega. Second segment of on the turnbuckle. Fantastic to have the J stick back on, boys. Uh, yeah. Last time we had him on, he was extremely candid, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, obviously, um, last time we had him on, he um, was just about to leave, wasn't he, to go overseas? And correct. Have we had him on since he got back? And no, no. We we had we, we had him when he come back. We had him when yeah. he come back, and he yeah he told us the, that's right. You know, the yeah, the going flying all the way over there and <laughs> returning straight back, uh, that whole ordeal. And um, yeah, yes. Um, and look, uh, he's always been really generous to us, and we thank him for once again um, gracing us with his presence. And it's good to see him trying things all the time. Like he started yep. the promotion, now he started the school, and the promotion will benefit from the school and the students will definitely benefit from having mayhem attached to it as well. Yeah, yeah certainly will. He's a guy that always bets on himself and he's not not afraid to have a go. No, and that's uh, that's great. That's a good attitude to have. Uh, unfortunately, Adelaide Wrestling, which was one of the first to restart, uh, has probably had a bit of a, uh, a hold put to it. Do we know if there are any uh, events that were scheduled for this weekend that will be cancelled? Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, Adelaide Championship Wrestling have postponed or cancelled. Uh, I think it was Evolve 32, uh, Riot City Wrestling. They had uh, their, the Rumble, their didn't show. they? Yeah, yeah, the Riot City Rumble, which was November 21st. That's been postponed. And that, it was all sold out as well. Oh, you know, and Riot City Wrestling have been on a roll since they've come back from their initial uh, little lockdown that Adelaide had. So I think everyone's just got to... You know, still take care out there and, you know, how quickly it's spread over a couple of days and it's basically shut down the state. So, you know, Yeah, and it's out. a severe lockdown that they've got over there too. It's worse than ours. Um, yeah. Some of those measures. So, obviously, I'm sure I speak for all Australians, but particularly Victorians, when I say that we are with you, South Australia. And if anyone in Adelaide, um, if you've got any friends in Adelaide, give them a call, send them a message, make sure they're okay because we can speak from experience that being in lockdown, especially those first week or so, um, it's tough uh, for the mental health and they can't even get out and exercise. So it's going to be a hard slog. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm. definitely. And it's just just a warning to the rest of Australia that we can't be complacent. Everyone still has to continue yes. to do the right things. Enjoy the you know the what uh, the relaxed lockdown laws that we have at the minute, but don't you know we can't be going stupid. Don't get complacent. No, exactly right. Uh, with uh, all the best to our having been over here in Victoria and lived through it for the last four or five months. We wish all the best to our friends over in South Australia and hope it passes quickly over there. Uh, guys, take us through this Quanon or Quanon conspiracy theory with WWE NXT. Uh, oh, the QAnoners. Yeah, I don't understand it. No, well, that's a good thing. They're fucking insane. Um, <laughs> so apparently QAnon are the people who think that um, the elites are taking over the world. and uh, I, I haven't looked too far into it, but like anything that's posted on um, that chef, uh, what's his name? What's his face? Pete, Pete Evans. Evans. Pete is Evans. it? Yeah. Anything on his page is like that crazy conspiracy theory stuff. Um, you know, um, COVID's caused by 5G, that sort of thing. Um, but there's a pocket apparently that's sprung up in WWE with um, Drake Younger, the referee, Drake Worst or, or whatever his name is. And he's been trying to indoctrinate a lot of the other wrestlers. And I see Nia Jax has been implicated recently. And yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You, you think, um, yeah, it's like people get brain worms. Yeah. And it's not a storyline either, Tony. This is actually, no, this is all real life. No, this, just, this is yeah. away from the characters and stuff like that. It's actually weird that people can actually think, you know, the Illuminati run the world and, you know, lizard people run countries and stuff like that. Yeah, people are, you know, well, you've got flat earthers out there, so any people can believe anything, I guess. Um, yeah, and obviously it's bizarre that these sorts of extreme views from someone who works, I think mean, he's got an office job with WWE now, so... That's something that you'd think a company would keep an eye on, those sorts of dangerous <laughs> yeah. views. I saw Pete Evans got thrown off I'm a celebrity getting out of here, but um, why he was signed up in the first place is beyond me. Mm. They should have a new show for him, um, I'm a celebrity, just leave me here. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, WWE have reportedly released Zelina Vega over a Twitch account, was it? Tell us more about that. Oh, you remember we were talking about them banning third-party deals for their yeah. wrestlers? Yeah, so Zelina Vega makes a lot more from her social media than she makes from wrestling. Um, and with house shows gone, a lot of wrestlers are making a lot less money. So um, for her, she decided she wasn't going to shut her Twitch. I think she started an OnlyFans as well for cosplaying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and... Yeah, so she was uh, let go by WWE and she got her last parting shot in. So before they could get the message up, uh, wishing her all the best for her future endeavours, she fired off a tweet saying, um, I support unionisation. And then eight minutes later, she was, it looked like she was fired. So the PR war was definitely won by Zelina Vega. Yeah, extremely um, clever tweet and well-timed. Well Good on it. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with those labor laws over in there. Yeah, well, you got that. Is it Andrew Yang that is 
looking to question WWE with their independent contractors, uh, contracts uh, that they're running with. And I think now SAG are getting involved and seeing how they can yes. transfer the WWE Look, talent to be under the SAG uh, union I and mean, stuff like that. Yeah, look, unionization is not even so much the issue. It's more the fact that how can you be an independent contractor yet you can't take any outside work? I mean, yeah, you're not an independent contractor. Correct. Um, that law probably does need to change in the US. Um, I don't think WWE are going to get any favours from the Democrats because Linda was working for Trump um, and her tweets since the election have been supporting a conspiracy theory on the election results. So <laughs> the Democrats aren't going to forget that. They, I think WWE are going to be in the crosshairs. Yeah. Uh, so, well, maybe yeah, it's probably a, a long time coming. Probably. To use the old adage, everything is, that's old is new again. The old well, WWE, WWE champion is the new WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, with a spectacular brand new entrance with that sword and the like. I thought he was Mel Gibson. I haven't seen it, Tony. Oh, haven't you so from Rob? No. At a, at a, at out of Braveheart, Tony, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, he, he looked like he was out of Braveheart. He had the Scottish kilt on, uh, sword held high, took a deep breath, and then plunged the sword into the ramp. New pyrotechnics, bang! It was fantastic. Yeah, well, we did. Well, I, I speculated a few weeks ago. We were assuming Drew would win the title back once fans came, but yeah, this is what was the yeah, point of him losing the title? No, I have no idea. To pump a rating on. Monday Night Raw? I, I don't That's understand bizarre. it. Because he only lost yeah, it for what, six weeks or something, didn't he? Not even. If that, three weeks, <laughs> I think it was. Um, yeah, maybe two, two and a half. Um, but now, leading up to Survivor Series, it's going to be Drew versus Roman in a title versus title match. I, I don't know why Randy Orton had, a, had to have a cup of coffee uh, with the title, unless he's going to break Ric Flair's record, I guess. So, well, I think... Sure. Um, yeah, I think they might have gone early with the title change because definitely the better match for Survivor Series is Drew versus Roman. Um, but I know they're still keen on Edge versus Randy at WrestleMania, so we'll see what happens. Yep. I'm just putting this out there. Is it actually possible that the title wasn't meant to change? <laughs> so you're in those conspiracy theory groups well, too, Tony. I'm trying. <laughs> I haven't seen that suggested, but I, w I mean, it's happened before. Yeah. Mm. You've, you've got a blue tick on Twitter, Tony. You could get that out there. I could get that People out People would jump there. on, mate. <laughs> uh, the only thing you can't get out there is our show. <laughs> we, spoke to, uh, we spoke to JXT before about Deathmatch Australia. And as we said, it's starting soon. You've got some dates for us, I believe, Walshie. But the whole Deathmatch Australia thing is... Them. Okay, cool. Um, the <laughs> whole... Bargate. Okay, cool. But the... Uh... The whole Deathmatch Australia thing is really coming with a bit of controversy, hasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, stirred and, um, up some controversy James online, which on is it. good. Um, you're going to go online or will you just go Yeah, no, no, it's stirred up some online Twitter buzz. And like JXT said, controversy creates cash. And, um, you know, there's a bit of to and froing from all sides. Uh, when they release their video, is it a good thing for the Australian wrestling scene? Is it going to kill the wrestling scene? Uh, it's, I think it's just flavours for ice cream. I know I'll be 
looking forward to the shows, watching the death match part of it uh, through my hands because those kind of matches make me a little bit nervous and squeamish, but I do enjoy the spectacle of it. Um, uh, look, it was the release was done really well. I love that promo video. Yeah, the TV. Um, yeah, and I love yeah. the roster. Um, I think it's there's so much different um, stories and different ways that you can tell a story with intergender and having some of the names on that show who've never worked together. Yep. Yeah. Um, it also came, the other controversy too was based around the uh, the perceived similarity with a uh, another Australian promotion, which of course had its origins on Amazon. Uh, yeah, Underworld. I think that's a bit bit of a beat up. I, I know uh, I, I saw Mark's, Mark Williamson saying that it's definitely not Underworld, so stop messaging him and saying yes. that they've ripped off Underworld. They definitely haven't. Um, stylistically, that promo was uh, similar, but it's a completely different promotion. It's being run by really good people, as was Underworld. Um, and I think, I, look, I, it's, it's, I'm excited for this, and I haven't been excited. I've been telling you guys, I haven't been excited for any wrestling. No, you haven't, been, yeah. you haven't been excited about anything for months, just let alone wrestling. Uh, Richard won the premiership. I was pretty excited. Sure, but yeah. Lakers won the championship, Tony. He's yeah, still wearing that hat. He hasn't taken that hat off since they've won it. Oh, it's Only got it yesterday. Good, it's been a pretty good year for you. Yeah, yeah Liverpool he's done won the title as well. So oh, I mean, forget I about that. When it comes to sporting yeah, results, a, lot, but... a lot of asterisks in there, Tony. Yeah, that's true. COVID's been good for my sport teams. <laughs> so if you've got an idea for a podcast, give us a yell, mypodcasthouse.com com or uh, on our facebook page on the turnbuckle as well we can help you get on air don't forget uh, on my podcasthouse.com we now have a brand new podcast that just started this week too the a to z of men's health so jump on there and uh, have a listen and get some great ideas about not just mental health but uh, all forms of health uh, physical diet all that sort of stuff we talk about it and uh, how it affects uh, the guys out there so uh, tune into the a to z of men's health who we got next week boys I'm not sure. You two are heading off to a media day on Sunday, so hopefully you'll return with something. All right. That's right. That's right. And we'll if have not, the follow-up. I'll be scrambling. No, no. We'll have the follow-up to Tony's family adding to the strawberry farm. Yeah, um, I might have to make that Saturday. <laughs> now it was going to be Sunday, but now I've got to go to this media thing. So. No, so, so I know, I know uh, Ace will be looking forward to hearing that. I'll bring some strawberries on Sunday. Oh, it's not some strawberries, some cherries. We're going cherry picking. Oh, cherry, cherry. picking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're talking, Tony. I'm just going I'll to go down. I'm just going to go down to Coach Hire and get one and bring it home. A cherry pick. Oh, yeah, well, no, very good. You're going to end it on the dad joke. I like it. <laughs> Catch you next week, folks. Thanks for joining us. Till then. Bye, guys. <laughs>